0: So welcome everyone to this session, to this workshop on self-love and healing the relationship with ourselves. So this is the first session of a series of live sessions that I'm going to be holding this month because as a lot of you might be aware by now, February is always the month when wherever you go, you just see everything is red, everything is heart-shaped. Everything is chocolatey, everything is like roses, and you know, and it's a big reminder that you should either be spending a lot of money on these things or receiving or expecting to receive a lot of these things, right? So I thought, well, since the collective energy is all around love and relationships, we may as well tune into that energy and do some and do some healing around uh around the, the topic. So so I'm gonna be here every Thursday at the same time next week we're going to start talking about relationships we're going to start talking about why relationships fail and a lot of common mistakes that people make that make relationships fail we're also going to uh talk in another session about healing all stories and how very often we carry relationship baggage that doesn't do us any good and we've all been there right like we've all have we've all had a negative experience in a relationship someone that cheated on us or betrayed us or treated us badly uh abusive behavior lied to us or simply just left and broke our heart right and we carry those imprints those imprints so it's very very important that we clear that before we can be fully available to start a healthy and nurturing relationship. And the final session is going to be on the mindset shifts that need to take place and how to align ourselves with the energy and with the vibration that will be in resonance with us attracting healthy partners, um, beautiful, loving relationships. Now, maybe you're in a relationship already and, and, and this will apply to you as well. Maybe there's something that you can improve Maybe you're looking to meet someone, maybe you're in a relationship but you wanna get out of it and you're not sure how, or maybe your love life is fantastic at the moment, but there are other relationships that are not going that well. For example, with family members or friends. So a lot of the things that I'm going to be sharing in these workshops are going to be mainly focused on romantic relationships, let's say, but they will apply as well to other type of relationships. So, but before we can deep dive into you know relationship stuff the first 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 thing we need to look at is the relationship with ourselves and that's why today's session is all about self-love and healing the relationship with ourselves and this is very important because when because other relationships or what happens in other relationships very often is a reflection of what's going on inside with the relationship with ourselves. And I'm going to be covering this in in more detail. There's going to be time for self-reflection. We're gonna do some experiential um, exercises with some kind of like meditation or um, inner awareness uh, things. So so yeah, so make yourself comfortable, grab pen and paper if you have it handy, if you like writing. Close your eyes, light up some candles if you prefer to, you know, be in just receiving more in receiving mode to see what comes up for you. So, um, so yeah, some is asking if I will record it uh, and post it later. Yeah, I can upload videos here, but I will try to upload it either to my YouTube channel or maybe the audio. But yeah, I'm 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 trying to, to record this, this, these sessions. Uh, so they so they don't just uh, go. Hi, Laurie. Thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome, Elena. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> right. Okay. So so the relationship with ourselves that is a big, 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 big thing. And like I said, what we experience in other relationships very often is a reflection of the relationship that we have with ourselves. And very often how people treat us will be very very similar if we are honest with ourselves that might be very similar to how we treat ourselves so if we want to love to fully love and be loved we need to love ourselves first because if you if if we don't value ourselves no one's going to value us if we don't realize our self-worth no one's going to realize it if we don't celebrate ourselves if we are not that in that frequency if we are not in that vibration if we don't know how to do it how can you ask someone to to deeply love you how can you ask someone to respect and value and honor yourself and respect your boundaries when it's us the ones that very often don't celebrate ourselves don't honor ourselves and don't treat ourselves nicely and we don't set boundaries you know so we cannot ask someone to do something that we don't do to ourselves. And I'm not, I don't mean by this, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that if someone has an abusive behavior or, you know, or, or, or is uh, a bully, you know, it doesn't mean that it's your fault, obviously, don't get me wrong, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. But there is a big element of why do we get attracted to certain relationships in the, in the first place? And why do they feel like they always end up in a very similar way? Or they always play out in a very similar way? Or the negative or toxic patterns are very, very similar. And, and maybe, this, maybe this has happened to you, that you have been in a relationship um, only to find yourself in another relationship that followed the same patterns and played out in a very similar way. It was just with a person with a different color hair. Or you know maybe a bit taller, a bit shorter, different color eyes, but you know, but the dynamics were very very similar. So that's also another factor to consider. Why are we, what beliefs about ourselves, about relationships, about love, about men or women, you know, are making us be attracted to to certain relationships or to certain dynamics? Because this, like I said, this apply not only to romantic relationships, but sometimes the pattern is at work with your managers or authority figures, or maybe it's with your family, or maybe with your friends, you know? So we're gonna have a look at all that. So, like I said, if we want someone to love us, if we are asking someone to truly love us and respect us and, and, respect us and, and value us, we have to do that to ourselves first. We need to love ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to set boundaries. We need to value and honor and celebrate ourselves. Now, the problem here is that self-love has a bad reputation because we grow up kind of programmed to, you know, to stay small, to be humble, uh, you know, don't stand out too much. Um, A lot of us might have beliefs like your needs are not important or you only think of yourself you're so selfish and and when we are exposed to all these, to all these ideas and I don't mean that we were exposed to literally that phrase like one of our parents telling us literally that phrase in some cases it would be the case but also we learn a lot through just seeing and understanding our role models and if they love themselves and how they interacted in relationships and and if they approved, not just with what they say, but if they approved with the body language, with their emotional reaction, because we pick that up, and especially when we're kids like we we pick that up immediately. We're like little sponges. So we pick that up immediately and we, and we start making decisions. So when it comes to self-love, it has a very bad reputation because it's assumed that if you love yourself, or you're arrogant, or you're full of ego, um, or you don't care about others. And there are a lot of misconceptions here about self-love um, that I want to clarify. So for example, when we love ourselves, it's not about Stroking our ego. It's not about self-validation. It's about acceptance. It's about accepting ourselves for who we are. And it's about treating ourselves with love and compassion. And as I talk about this, what I would like to invite you to do is that you don't just rationalize it. You might agree with me, you might not. Um, you might have a different view and that's perfectly fine but what I would like to invite you to do is to is to see how that lands within you in your body system you know so when I'm saying for example self-love is about accepting yourself it's about showing compassion and kindness to yourself you know let that come to your to your awareness oh do I treat myself with compassion do i treat myself with with kindness so so let it be a bit of a self-exploration journey this talk not just me talking and blah blah blind you know for the next 40 minutes or one hour or or more than one hour i don't know how long we're going to be here for probably around an hour but let it sink in and let it see what that what that brings up for you or what that means for you so yeah it's not about that ego it's not about the It's not not about the validation. It's about treating ourselves like we would treat anyone else you love in the world. And I'm going to invite you to answer this question. If you think about the person you love the most in the world, and that might be your partner, your spouse, one of your parents, your kids, if you have, it might be your pet, I don't know, you know, whoever, the person, the being you love the most in the world, in a scale of 0 to 10, 0 being not much, um, not at all, and 10 being, oh, I couldn't love them anymore. How, how much do you love them today? Quickly, whatever comes to your awareness, whatever number comes to your awareness. So the person you love the most, right? How much do you love them today? And I bet, I will bet money, that for most of you, 10. Yeah, the first thing I see, Kiana, 10. I would bet money that for most of you, the answer is gonna be 10, 12, 100, can't even measure it, I love them so much. So now I'm going to ask you another question. In a scale of zero to 10, being zero, meh, not at all, and 10, I couldn't love them more. How much do you love yourself today? And again, Whatever comes to your awareness first. Infinity, JG says, yeah, exactly. Um, good morning, Tanak, Yana saying 100, amazing, amazing. That's really amazing. If you love yourself 100 in on a scale of zero to 10, wonderful. Um, million, amazing. So we have some a lot, of, uh, a lot of people here who really love themselves. I love that, I love that. Jay saying five. I don't know what was your number for the person you love the most, but the point I want to make is that very often what we feel about the person we love the most in the world about others, about our loved ones is normally much higher than how much we love ourselves. There's another five coming in from Tony. So so yeah, so that that's the big difference. And, and if we think about it, it doesn't make any sense that, you know, the body we came here to live in, the person we are, why can't we not be the person who loves us the most, right? Why can I not be the person that loves myself the most? why why can it not be a ten, a hundred a million infinity you know when it comes to when it comes to loving ourselves. And there is a lot of programming around, you know you have to love others Other uh, people's needs some more important and you know keep yourself small or oh, they're gonna think you're selfish they're gonna think you're arrogant so and it's not it's not about that it's about starting to treat ourselves like we would treat the person we love the most in the world in the good days and in the bad days because when we have a good day and we smashed it at work you know and you know, and we've got a promotion or business is going great and, you know, and we're on holidays and we're having so much fun and we're exercising and we look good and we feel good, you know, it's it's relatively easy to be oh, I'm so proud of myself and I love myself. But what about the bad days? And the bad days is when we need to love ourselves the most. Love. And self-love, in this case, because that's what we're talking about. Self-love should be unconditional. It shouldn't depend on how much you have achieved this year, how many goals you have achieved in 2023, how much money you've made, um, how much progress you've made with your business or your studies. Self-love, authentic, unconditional love. That, that's that's why it's unconditional because it's not based on any conditions it's not like oh if you're good at work and you're smashing it and if you go to the gym and and exercise and eat healthily and 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 you're positive about then yeah i'm gonna love myself then you deserve to be loved because then it's not unconditional love anymore is it it's just celebrating the wins which is great but what i'm talking about here with self-love i'm talking about unconditional Love, loving ourselves just because we are. Not because of what we do. Not because of what we achieve, that's the head. We don't love with the head. Loving from the heart, from a place of acceptance. And that is so key. Imagine the ones of you who have kids know this very well. Um, but the ones of you who don't will understand it uh, equally. What does a baby need to grow? What does a kid need to grow? Unconditional love, acceptance. Where do most of our problems come in life? When we have limiting beliefs, when we have blocks based on how we were treated, because we weren't accepted, because we weren't listened to, because we were rejected, because we were only shown love based on certain conditions. If we behaved well, if we were a good girl, or a strong boy. That's where most of our problems come from. And same as a baby and a kid needs that unconditional love and acceptance to grow healthy. We need that as well. We forget this. <laughs> we forget this, but this is so 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 key. So 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 key. Um and and by this, I don't mean that, you know, oh, it's okay if your life is a mess. Like, You know, don't try to change anything. Don't try to improve yourself. Just love yourself in whatever way we are. It's, it's, it's great to want to challenge yourself and to want to push yourself and, and to want to improve yourself. Of course it is. Of course it is. But self-love shouldn't be based on that improvement or, or facing those challenges. If that makes sense, let me know, guys. How this is landing in the chat? I see some hearts, so uh, I guess it's landing well so far. If you have any questions, feel free to share them in the comments. Any insights, any experiences? I always love to hear from you. So this is probably the the first point, and kind of like if I if if I were asked one what takeaway, what number one takeaway, I would like you guys to to take from this session it would probably be that one unconditional love the self-love is not based on celebrating wins and and achievements it's about loving ourselves for who we are like you would unconditionally love a baby and like in the in the good moments and in the bad moments And, and in the good moments yeah we might we might because we don't always do in the good moments also you know we are harsh with ourselves oh it wasn't that important oh you know oh don't don't get too don't get too arrogant it wasn't that it wasn't that big a deal but when we are in the bad moments then we can become our worst enemies and in that environment in an environment when you are not accepted and self-loved or loved by yourself that sounds better accepted by yourself valued by yourself loved by yourself it's very it's very difficult to heal is for a start, it's very, 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 very difficult to heal, to to let go of what you no longer need, and and it's very difficult to thrive. It's very, very, very difficult to to thrive, let alone be in a healthy relationship, because everything that goes inside, if there is no self love, will be reflected and and projected, and and sometimes it will be. Mm, manifested in the relationship like a mirror so we can see it to so see if we get the hint, you know? And this happens a lot. So so I'm going to invite you to to just see how that lands. That thing about loving yourself unconditionally, also in the in the in the bad days. And if there is any resistance, we're going to do an exercise later for self-awareness on this resistance because I know that there will be a lot of beliefs about self-love and about yourself that might clash with this these ideas or with the concept of loving yourself unconditionally and and valuing yourself and celebrating yourself and honoring yourself that's what we're going to do today as well bring awareness to that resistance and understanding where that comes from so again another another misconception is that if we love ourselves and if we show the world that we do love ourselves uh we're going to come across as arrogant and and it's not about being arrogant it's about knowing it's about valuing yourself and knowing what you bring to the table and and celebrating yourself and again this this has a very bad reputation and i'll probably say that um even more for women in my experience and we have this programming you know about keep quiet and be small and please everyone else you know and if you love yourself then you come across empowered and you know because someone who truly loves herself or himself that's where true power comes from power and love are not opposite and we also tend to think that you know the self-love or love in general is like a weakness you know kindness compassion oh that's weak that's for the weak ones and not at all not at all you can't be in your power if you don't love yourself if you don't accept yourself so from that place of love of self-love comes through power and that can be scary for some people and some people might not like it maybe your parental figures or authority figures like, oh you're too much you know and and we need to leave all this behind because this is all programming and you know not not doing us not doing us any good and and of course when we start loving ourselves what's the first thing you do because you love yourself and because you value yourself, you start treating yourself with respect. You start honoring your needs. So what's the first thing you do? You start setting boundaries. And you start saying, no, thank you, no, thank you, thank you very much, but no, no, I don't need you in your life. No, I don't need you in my life. No, I'm not gonna tolerate this behavior. No, this talk is not acceptable. And you start setting boundaries. And people don't like this. People don't like this because we are in, we have certain dynamics or we have certain patterns and and, yeah, that creates a dynamic within the relationship, whether that's with your family members, romantic life, friends, whatever that is. And then the, the idea that we have to be available for everyone um, goes against the idea of, of setting boundaries. Right. So when we start setting boundaries, so imagine, you know, you have a friend for many years or you've been in a relationship or with your family and suddenly you change. And I know that you guys, all of you uh, who all of you guys who are here, I know you're in a self-improvement journey. You're in a healing journey. You want to, you're into interpersonal development. You want to grow. You want to you want to heal. You want to be better. Right. And, and as you do that, you start changing, and you've probably noticed that when you start setting boundaries, the other person, whether that's romantic partner, or friend, someone in the family, the other person goes, eh? "Well, I don't like your new attitude," and they will do anything <laughs> possible in their hands to try to stop that change. Because if there was a dynamic, like a dynamic, for example, victim-rescuer uh, uh, dynamic or victim-persecutor. Um, something like that. If there was a, di- a very strong dynamic or a very strong pattern, anything that alters the the um, what's the word I want to use? Yeah, the dynamic of it, or the or the motion of it. Anything that breaks it will create resistance in the other part. So you start loving yourself. You start setting boundaries, and then the other people go like, hmm, "You're changing. You're different. You're weird. You used to be much nicer." You know and so it's difficult it's difficult to um to sometimes start in that self-love journey and and setting boundaries because it's going to have an impact on all all the people are going to have a have a reaction but again if we don't set our own boundaries and if we don't honor our needs we can't ask someone else to honor our needs or to respect boundaries that we don't even keep ourselves you know what i mean So, so there needs to be a balance. And I always talk about this. Um, So imagine a line, and in this line, you're being very selfish. And which we don't want to go to this point, obviously. So in this point, you're being very, very selfish, and you're only thinking about yourself. You don't help anyone. It's all about me, 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 and my needs, right? And in this other extreme, you're always available for everyone. It doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how much work you have. It doesn't matter what's going on for you. You're always available for everyone else. You always take that phone call. You're always available for that person who loves to complain and be negative and feed from you, right? So, so in that scale, there needs to be a balance. There needs to be a balance. And because if we are always at this end of the of the scale, so where we are very selfish and only think about ourselves, um, then we put in barriers. Right? There's something that we're out of balance. We are too much into us. So we we are not using skills like kindness and compassion and sharing and giving. You know, we are not, we're just receiving, we are not giving. We are at that end of the of the spectrum. Um, But when we are in the other extreme, what happens is that sometimes we burn out. Because you can't give, you can't pour from an empty glass. So there needs to be a balance between what you give and from what place and from what energy you are giving. And sometimes for people who tend to be at the end of the scale where they have spent decades of their lives giving, 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 giving never receiving, pleasing, 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 always being available for everyone else. Sometimes they might have to come to this end of the scale for a little bit and start to be a bit selfish and start start to set stronger boundaries so you can go back to balance. So you can go to a place where you are in the middle, where you give when you are emotionally available, physically available, spiritually available. When you have the resources to do so so because otherwise you're gonna burn out and then we become resentful and i hear jay saying drama triangle yeah yeah rescuer victim pr- persecutor uh we all take on some of these roles every now and then sometimes we switch you know so when the those dynamics Take place and we, we and we realize that we've been at this end of the scale, the giving, 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 pleasing others, giving too much. And when we start, you know, setting more boundaries to become more in balance with ourselves, then the other person is like, hey, can't fit for you anymore. Hey, you're not available for me all the time anymore. Who am I going to complain to you now? So, so yeah. So it's about the balance. It's not about going to the to the other extreme. There is a very good question here from Tony. Um how to love self but also improve grow evolve or in the case if children learning appropriate boundaries so how to hold self-love and realism at the same time the thing is that self-love at least for me comes from a place of acceptance but not conforming for me acceptance and conforming are two very different things acceptance means that if today I woke up and I've done a lot of work and I'm doing this session and I feel great because I had a healthy breakfast, then I love myself. But maybe tomorrow, or what can I think? I don't know. When I'm feeling bad and when I wake up with all those negative thoughts and the, and the and the mind gremlings and and you know, and you feel bad because you had terrible food the day before and you wake up feeling, you know, all over the place and out of balance, I still love myself. Now I know that that whatever behavior or attitude, or you know, maybe there's something in me that I want to heal, that I want to, that I want to improve. But I still love myself in that bad day, and I just accept that it is okay to have a bad day. I'm not conforming with the idea that I have a, you know, like for example, maybe a, a, an addiction, or um, or unhealthy eating habits or a really limiting, really bad limiting belief that is really blocking my life or a big trauma that I don't that I did that I decide or I keep choosing not to heal and and it's making my life miserable. So it's different. For me that's the key. Acceptance versus conforming are two very are two very different things. So you can still love yourself in a good day. Sorry, when you have a bad day. <laughs> you can still love yourself when you have a bad day. And just you know, and that comes from a place of, OK, maybe I just, I'll just let myself be today. You know, I'm not going to push me. It's like you see a kid, you see a little baby, and they're sick, and they're tired. And and they're tired because they've eaten all the sweets. They were available at school. And what would what, what you say to them? Oh, you deserve this, and now you deserve to be punished, and I'm so glad you're feeling this bad, because now you will learn the lesson. No, you will go and give them a hug. Maybe when they're feeling a bit better, you can say, by the way, do you realize what happened when you ate a ton of sweets? And then you can start working on that behavior. But it comes always from a place of, um, of love and, and kindness and compassion. And from there is where we can heal and grow and flower because there is, and, and, and thrive. Because if there is a part of ourselves that is so harsh, you know like a very strong you know, critic or a lot of negative thoughts, a very critical voice inside of, how does that feel? I'm sure everyone here knows that voice very well because most people I've ever come across, I don't know if I've ever come across with someone um, that they didn't have, you know, like no negative thoughts whatsoever, no inner critic. No, if you're one of them, please let me know and because <laughs> you're one of a kind. I'm sure a lot of you, if not most of you, if not all of you, know the voice I'm talking about. And how does it feel to have that voice inside of you? It's a pain. It's an absolute pain. It's an absolute pain because whatever you're going through, it makes it worse (laughs) because the person who's supposed to to love yourself and, and be there for you, yourself, not only is not there, is ramping up or passing the microphone to a horrible part of yourself that only has negative things to say and harsh and critical things to say. So it's a pain. It's an absolute pain. Um yeah, Elise, it's a daily battle with my inner critic and and dialogue. Yeah, and I think I said that horrible part of ourselves. I shouldn't have said that because there are no horrible parts of ourselves. There are no in part of ourselves. But every, you know, every thought, every belief that we say to ourselves every part of ourselves, as annoying as we might find them, it's still part of us. So, so again, same idea, you know? Yeah, you might want to work on your inner critic, but you don't want to hate your inner critic. You don't want to fight your inner critic or repress your inner critic because then it's gonna come back even louder and, and, even, and even stronger. And I do this work all the time with my clients. And as soon as a part of themselves that is a bit annoying because it's critical or because it's you know the it's self sabotaging or something like that there's always another part that goes look what are you doing to me and there's that and there's that fight and with that fight no one wins no one wins now when we give that part that inner critic or you know the part that self sabotages or whatever when we give that part again just space and love and kindness and compassion and that doesn't mean that we're gonna let them be like that for the rest of our lives, right? No, we, we're doing the work. We're not conforming, we're doing the work, but we do it from a place of you are listened to and you are loved. And then when they feel loved and accept, it's like, oh, this feels different. And it that suddenly feels different because most of the time those parts of ourselves haven't, feel, haven't felt listened to or understood or haven't been treated well before. And when there is that change, and when we are able to give ourselves that love, and that compassion, they're like, oh, oh, this is different. Now we can have a dialogue. Now we can have a conversation and see if we come to an agreement and see where that takes us. And then and then, real healing can take place from that space of acceptance. So, and also the, the um, the, the beauty of it is that it's not, only, it's not only good to yourself, not only you create a space where, where you can be honest with yourself. Because sometimes we, sometimes we lie to ourselves, sometimes we cheat ourselves, right? And we know that there's a behavior, something we want to change. We know that we're attaching ourselves. We know that we're blocking ourselves. But we don't want to admit it, and we're not going to go deep because we know there's going to be a very critical part of ourselves that is going to make us feel even worse. Right? Um, but when you start doing this work and, and you start loving yourself and you can start healing yourself and then limiting beliefs start to clear or past trauma or, you know, old stories, uh, painful experiences that left an imprint in us. From that space, we can start to heal. And then when you start to heal and when you start to love yourself more, um, it's not only good for you for your journey, you feel much better. You feel much more at peace. You can breathe, and the heart expands. You know, and everything is like oh, so much better. When it comes to relationships, which is the topic that we're going to be, that we're going to be talking a lot about this month. When it comes to relationships, when you start loving yourself, and when you start setting those boundaries, and knowing that you deserve to set those boundaries, and knowing that you deserve worth, that you were that you are worthy of being treated well, and when that starts to shift then you no longer tolerate BS. You no longer tolerate being treated badly. You no longer tolerate abusive behavior. You no longer feel attracted to the bad boys or the bad girls that you know are going to hurt you. Because sometimes we know, we walked into a relationship, we meet someone and the attraction is there and it's like, oh, the deep inside your heart is like, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. And you know it already before the relationship even starts. And, and, and you know that person has the word trouble, pain, broken heart, you know, in the forehead. So when you come from that place, it's much easier to, to start relationships, even if that's friendships or just how you interact with people, you know, with your neighbors, people at work, your, your family, everything changes. But then you start feeling attracted to other type of people that will show, that will treat you differently, that will show other values, and you become more in resonance with that. And we will be covering um, a lot more about, you know, being in a relationship in particular, whether that's starting a relationship or improving a current relationship in some of the future workshops. But to keep it to the topic of self-love today, What I'm going to to invite you to do now is if you have pen and paper handy, I'm going to invite you to write down any insights that might have come up for you so far. Maybe you agreed with the things I said. Maybe some of them you're like, "Mm, not sure about that. Maybe something really clicked, something inside. Maybe suddenly a part of yourself got triggered or there was a eureka moment or whatever that is for you whatever that is give it a bit of space if you want to write it down or if you just want to close your eyes and connect with that part of yourself or you know whatever energy whatever emotion came up for you and just give it a space give it the space that it deserves and just just from a just from a place of observation like you were an external observer and just giving it your your kind attention. No judgment, no criticism, you know, just acceptance and see how that goes. I'm going also to invite you to, to reflect a little bit about the relationship with yourself. How is the relationship with yourself? And I have a, a, a course, by the way, on self love here on Inside Timer. It's a seven day course. And some of the lessons, they have a lot of. Uh, journaling prompts for for self-reflection around the relationship with yourself and your role models. So if you wanna go a bit deeper, I would definitely recommend you do that course. Um, But for today, I would like to invite you to just reflect a, a little bit on how that relationship with yourself is, or how it has been in the past, how it has evolved, if it has changed in any way. And by relationship with yourself, I mean, what do you say to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror? What do you say to yourself when you wake up and you're feeling bad? What do you say to yourself when you wake up and you're having a good day? Is that is that different? How do you feel about your body? What, what words do you use to describe your body? And this, this says so much about the relationship with ourselves, how we treat our bodies. The words we say about our bodies and 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 what we say about ourselves because sometimes you know we just even it's like a joke. Oh, I'm so oh, I'm so silly. I'm so oh, I'm always so stupid. Oh my God, it's just, it's just I'm useless. I'm helpless. And we use these words a lot as a joke. You know, they have power. Words have a lot of power words have a lot a lot a lot of power our thoughts about ourselves what we say about ourselves how we treat ourselves so even if it sounds like a joke it does have power you are telling yourself how stupid you are and how silly you are and how useless you are that's not a joke (laughs) that's not a joke the heart doesn't like that the heart goes Heart doesn't like to hear those things so so today, and, but also from now on, maybe something that you can do is, is keep a journal or, or, or keep attention these days, you know, to, to the words you use to describe yourself, to, to the thoughts, you know, the self narrative, what do you say about yourself, about your body, about your qualities, about your life, what you eat, what you, you know, the food we eat, if we drink, if we smoke, if we take drugs, like how we treat our body. It's so basic, but so important. If you allow yourself to sleep well, if you have any self-care routine, so 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 important. It's just an invitation for self for self-reflection there. And and I'm gonna ask you, this is going to be a more experiential part of the of the session. We're going to go a bit deeper now if you'd like to join me. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes for a few moments and, and bring your awareness to your heart and let's take a few deep breaths in through the nose and you can breathe out through the mouth a few times if that feels right for you. Not forcing the breath, Breathing deeply and slowly into the heart. Coming to that space, to the core of your being, shifting your awareness from the head, the thinking, the doing, the achieving, to the heart, to a place of being, to the here and now, to the present moment. And visualize, visualize yourself having a beautiful and loving relationship with yourself treating yourself with so much love taking care of yourself treating yourself like you deserve treating yourself like a queen like a king Accepting yourself unconditionally in the good moments and in the bad moments. You may even want to hug yourself or visualize yourself hugging yourself. Maybe even say, I love you to yourself. I love myself. I love you, insert your name. I love myself unconditionally. I love myself for who I am. And now I want you to pay attention to see how the body reacts to this. If there was any discomfort, any parts of the body that tensed up, any tension, any, any energies that didn't feel quite right in the body, maybe one of the energy centers, one of the chakras going like, mm-hmm. maybe a negative thought came in, something like, oh, this is nonsense. Uh, You you haven't done anything to deserve this love. Who do you think you are? Did you see if there was any resistance there. And and give a bit of space to that resistance. In whatever format it came, if it was a part of yourself, a critic, if it was a negative thought, if it was suddenly a disempowering belief, if it was a um, an unpleasant emotion or energy in the body. Yeah, give us, give it space and have a dialogue. Have a dialogue with it, and ask them. Oh. Oh, hello, inner critic. Welcome to this space. How are you feeling today? So why do you feel that you need to be so critical? Or if it's a negative thought, so ask that. Man, oh. So so when when did I decide this? Take me to the moment when I made. This decision that I wasn't worthy of this unconditional love. If it's a sensation in the body, try to track it. Okay, so when have I felt like this before? And if you might want even to to describe it, like sometimes it feels like I don't know, like it could be a red ball of anger in the stomach, or or a lump of dark energy in the throat. You know, try to track it and ask it. Okay, so when have I felt like this before? And see where that takes you. And have a dialogue to that younger you or that part of yourself. The whole certain beliefs blocking you having that loving relationship with yourself. And you can take your time to do this. You might want to experiment with this a bit more, having more time outside of this session. Um, I would definitely recommend you do that but this was just you know like we're getting away we're getting we're getting awareness of any blocks that might be stopping ourselves from having that beautiful and loving relationship with ourselves so i'm just gonna catch up with the comments in the chat okay so when i asked about self-reflection, Tony said, self-awareness, openness, understanding, patience, healing came to mind. Amazing, love those words. Perhaps as layers underlying the word self-love, an open an openness to inner dialogue, and that is the thing that here I'm sharing. You know, what from from my experience and and having worked with many people on the topic of self-love and confidence and and loving ourselves and doing this inner work and this inner dialogue type of work i'm talking from that experience but self-love and this is how i can describe it But self-love might might mean different things to everyone of you so also it's beautiful you know to to see what self-love means to you and how can you develop a more loving relationship with yourself because that's the most beautiful love story that you are ever going to experience the relationship with yourself because it's there all your life from the moment you're born until you die and you can break up with yourself (laughs) you can't break you can't get a divorce from yourself that is the most important love story so so yeah it's about understanding what self-love means to you as well in particular because it will be different for different people jay saying i felt a little lighter wonderful i gave my inner critic a hat fantastic fantastic i love that yeah we need we, we, we really 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 need to stop fighting um the parts of ourselves that we find annoying that are critical that sabotage ourselves because they need healing And there's no healing without love or without acceptance. It's impossible. So if we fight them, they're only going to come back stronger. If we fight them enough, you know, trying to repress them and you know, and trying to get them out of the room, yeah, they might go for a while. But they might come back with reinforcements or stronger than before. So so yeah, hugging the inner critic wonderful practice and then from there you can start in a conversation you can start a dialogue you can start negotiation you can come to to an agreement wonderful so so i would like to to finish the session with with a short meditation to to get you again into that heart space i'm gonna be here after we do this for questions and i would love to share uh, I would love you guys to share your insights, if you have any questions, um, your experience of this uh, session. But and now we're going to do a short meditation. So make yourself comfortable. And again, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. And allowing the body to relax, especially the belly and the chest. Expanding with each inhalation. Letting go of what is no longer serving you with each exhalation. And bringing the awareness to the heart and breathing deeply and slowly into the heart. and seeing how at the center of the heart, at the bottom of the heart, there is a seed of light, a spark of light, golden and pink light. And with each breath, you're making it bigger, you're making it stronger. It's growing with each breath and taking over your heart space. And where there was resentment or anger or sadness, this spark of pink golden light that is becoming more of a ball of golden pink light now, it's melting all that away any barriers that you might have put around the heart to protect yourself. Let that light come through. You might see like cracks, that, that like those crack lines through which the spark, the ball of golden pink lime light can shine through. And you start to feel this energy of deep, unconditional love coming from within you, because it's always being there. It's always being inside of you. It's not something external. It's always being within you. It's just that sometimes we put on layers and barriers, So just let that all be melt away. And those parts of yourself or negative thoughts or unpleasant energies in the body that you identified right before, let them be filled with this golden and pink light. And if there was a an unpleasant emotion in the body or tense part of the body, see how it relaxes, see how it calms down, see how it transmutes into this unconditional love. If it was a thought, a belief, or a part of yourself, see how that pink golden light heals them. Maybe they soften Maybe they don't need to be that harsh anymore. And this ball of golden pink light has taken over the whole heart. And now it's taking over the whole body. It's taking over the whole room you're in. The whole world. Let the whole whole universe know of this energy within you. really building that connection with yourself, that unconditional love for yourself. And also becoming in resonance with people, with experiences that will bring you even more love, that are aligned with this vibration of loving yourself, treating yourself with respect, valuing yourself, celebrating, honoring yourself. Wonderful, and slowly you can start bringing your awareness to the physical body. If you wish to remain in this vibration, in this state, in this energy, and continue to emanate more pink golden light, feel free to do so. Uh, this is the. I'm just going to wrap up. This is the end of the of the talk. I'm going to be here for questions and just a few final insights. But if you feel like just carrying. You know, keeping the momentum going and enjoying that energy. Feel free to, feel free to do so. And if you are ready to come back to this session, you can open your eyes and meet me back in the screen. Okay, my well, loves. So I would love to hear from you how that, how that went for you, how that felt for you. Any insights? You guys are so wise. Like every time I give one of these talks and you guys share your insights and where you are in the journey it's amazing it amazes me so yeah your comments and your questions make this very very rich um don't think that there is a silly question or something that is not worth mentioning because it always because it is it is worth mentioning and it's worth asking the question because sometimes you inspire other people and you help other, other people who are like, oh, that's me, that's me. And if you want to share any particular challenges you might be face, facing when it comes to self-love, also let me know because I can point you to more specific resources. Right, I'm going to catch up with the comments. So Tony is saying, running into a part that had been way late so many times that can't be spontaneous. Need to hold back, oh, oh I lost it, or oh, worry. Of conflict um yeah sometimes when a part of ourselves has been either hurt or, or or has experienced um something painful so many times it can take time like if if you have been holding on you know whether that's trauma painful situation anger resentment you know a belief um it might take a bit of time to to even get to talk to them because they might be very reluctant to even have a conversation with you. They might be like, who is this person, you know, and this is risky, and I'm not gonna have a conversation with you. So if that happens, um, it's, it's, it's normal, by the way. And yeah, it is a process and it can, and it can take time. But yeah, it's, it's about asking those parts that, you know, like, what do you need? What, what do you need to do to feel more spontaneous? Um, what would you like to say? What do you need to know? Know. Oh, already saying energy 23 23 days of it today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. A true act of self-love, right there. Amazing. Very appropriate for this talk. Yeah, well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that came here. Uh more well, congratulations to Brad. Um Tony saying, I think I need to work much more on the root chakra and the fear and anticipation of conflict Then I realized. Yeah. So that's something that came to your awareness. Amazing. Um, embrace it. Uh, you know, you know where it is located. And yeah, it's about tracking it, you know, and 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 what that or where that fear comes from, you know, what happened that there is a part that is a bit scared of that. And we all have these parts of ourselves, by the way. So whether we are aware of them. <laughs> Or not so. You know the other I feel like I'm in a stage of forgiving myself for staying in an unhealthy relationship for about four years. Need to clear that energy, growing myself, growing myself, love with the anticipation that I'll attract a healthy partner to that journey. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes when we come out of a relationship like that, we're like, oh, how did I let myself do that? You know, and probably everyone around. Like I remember, uh, you know, one of uh, one of the relationships that I really struggle that I struggled the most with and that I really struggled to to end because I couldn't and everyone around could see that it was so bad for me and I was so blind and yeah I hear you Fiona and I've been there thinking oh, how did I not see it? why did it t- why did it take me three years you know to get out of here all that time wasted but at the same time there's always a lesson to learn and you know and and if you were there or if i was there at that time it's what has made me who i am today and the lessons uh, it's about transmuting i always talk about transmuting all stories into into wisdom right so letting go of what is no the the what is no longer serving us the imprint and and turning it into right so what can i learn from here so you heal that and and you're not attached to it anymore or you don't react emotionally um anymore it's become wisdom it's become a lesson and part of the of the journey yeah Lisa saying oh yes I can relate yeah because I knew at the time I just couldn't stop yeah for me yeah, deep inside we know <laughs> no. I hear you Fiona. I absolutely hear you um yeah Lisa saying learned so much and grew a lot from it but damn it was painful yeah because we sometimes uh learn the the hard way we can learn the easy way but sometimes we make our lives very complicated um <laughs> yeah Fiona is with lisa yeah amazing um so yeah so what i'm going to invite you to do guys if you enjoyed this session is uh join the self-love course that i have here on inside timer is seven days because it's going to take you uh much more deeply into the process that we have been doing here before. And he also has a very deep healing meditation to really access these parts of yourself and, um, and to really clear that and, and heal that. And the next few Thursdays, I'm going to be here covering the topic of relationships. So next Thursday, we have um, why relationships fail and common mistakes we make. The week after is going to be about letting go of all relationships so because they leave an imprint and sometimes it can like even energetically we we can hold on to the presence of that of that person sometimes they might be even like energetic cords so yeah there's an art of leaving all relationships behind and and yeah and transmuted that into into the lessons and what will make us um an improved more improved uh version of ourselves for the next relationship and that's very important to clear all relationship baggage before we go into another relationship or to make sure that we are the best we can be in our current relationship and the last one is going to be about the mindset shifts that need to happen to attract to become a magnet for healthy uh fulfilling relationships this is very interesting, Lisa is saying, trying to be fine with our relationship, and that's really great, and maybe you can apply that to the relationship with yourself, because that's what we have been uh, talking about uh, here. So, so yeah, so maybe that's the relationship that you have to nurture and, uh, and enjoy. Jay saying, I'm scared to be in one. Relationships are scary. Relationships are scary because they trigger us so much. They can trigger us so much. So so much, and we see like it can bring up the worst parts of ourselves. It can trigger our deepest wounds. So yeah, and I'm not surprised that more and more relationships are going more into, you know, like this whole virtual, uh, online day because it is easier to, to put a mask, uh, you know, or to just to not get to that level of intimacy there are lots of, bar- of barriers so we might feel very protected so so yeah it might be the you know uh but again it's not about talking to that part of yourself or understanding where that fear uh comes from to make sure that if you're not in a relationship it's because you don't feel like it which is totally fine but if you are not in one it's not because you're missing out on something that you would like to that you would like to have saying i would love to be in a healthy relationship with someone but in the meantime trying to feel awesome so yeah yeah that's the thing a relationship with someone should be something that you know that puts the cherry on top you know to people that complement each other that help each other grow you know that add value to each other not the filling the gaps or the holes that we might have because then yeah it's not gonna last it's not gonna last long um, so, so yeah, so being, being happy, uh, being single can be a challenge and it's also an art, but it is a wonderful place to develop that self-love, to build that confidence, to be, to feel whole, to come to a place of, of wholeness and feeling um, enough and okay and, and whole and this is who I am. And then from that place when that's what you bring to the table then the person you can meet uh, and you start complementing each other and and you grow together then that's where magic happens in relationships when we come from that place from that place not when we come from oh i need someone to 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 meet my needs oh i need someone to rescue me oh i need someone to bully because this is how i interact so so yeah so, yeah, wonderful time to, to build that self love and, and confidence and, and self worth. So exciting. Okay, my loves. So, I think we are going to wrap up. Before we go, I'm going to ask you to give me a follow here on Inside Timer so you can be notified of all these Thursday sessions that are coming up in February. I also have a weekly Monday one on emotional freedom technique or tapping. So, you've probably seen this thing where we go we say something about ourselves and we tap all over the face um and that's really cool really 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 powerful technique to clear energetic blocks so if anything came up today that you don't even know like where it comes from it feels uncomfortable in the body that's the type of great thing to bring to those sessions because we don't think about it we don't try to rationalize it we just tap it away we tap into the meridians into the energy channels and we block and we, and we release we don't block ourselves hopefully <laughs> we release the blocks uh, at an energetic level which is much more powerful than just you know trying to rationalize it thinking about it so so yeah so i hope to see you around thank you so much for your feedback for your re- for your positive reviews for your donations, um, for your beautiful words. They're always welcome and much appreciated. Thank you for being here with me today. I've really enjoyed this session and I'll see you around. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a message, you know, and I can point you to specific resources, or I always like to hear from you. So feel free to, to reach out with any questions or any insights you would like to share. And in the meantime, I will see you around. So I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day. Take care and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.